welcome to the Brandon Fraser podcast, where we talk everything and anything Brandon Fraser. So hey guys, uh, we have a special episode. Um, We're actually going to be discussing fan fiction within the Mummy universe. And we have this amazing writer. She can go by Anastasia or Anna. So welcome to our wonderful podcast. How are you? I'm good. It's been a crazy week, but it's been really good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So how did we find this, um, Daniel? How did we find her, her fan fiction? Well, one of our listeners emailed us two years ago about Brennan Fraser fan fiction and how she was curious about it. Found her email. I'm like, that's a great idea. Start reading some mummy Brennan Fraser fan fiction and looking at like the rankings or the most viewed ones. Anastasia, who goes by Gallagher 8 on Wattpad, reached out to her. And that's pretty much how we are, how we're here right now. And um, it's pretty interesting because for me, I never read any fan fiction that I, I can remember. I mean, definitely not anything with Brennan Fraser and the Mummy. And her writing is, at least we, we read the Rick's Kryptonite story. And Anastasia, do you want to tell us a little bit about this story or how it came to be? Or maybe first, how did you first get into fan fiction writing? So I found a lot when I was in middle school, actually. I was probably like, you know, fifth grade through all the way through high school. And I just found it really interesting. And I thought, well, okay. So a lot of people do this for pleasure, just to, you know, put their writing out there. And I just thought, you know, okay, well, I really like certain movies. I like Mission Impossible. I like The Mummy. I like Pirates of the Caribbean, all that kind of stuff. So I just kind of, you know, I got into it. And it was just interesting for me. I wanted to basically put myself into the movie and basically make my love interest be Brendan Fraser because obviously everybody loves Brendan Fraser. And um, so that's kind of how I start writing. That's basically my introduction to it. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, basically you've kind of inserted your character into the story. So it's the mummy and there's still Evie, but your character's kind of just slipped in to kind of be that love interest. It's definitely interesting. I mean, if you're a fan of the film, you're going to enjoy reading it because it's, you know, it's essentially the film, but just like a new perspective, adding a new element to it. It's really a lot of fun. And I mean, how, I don't know how many different chapters there are. There's got to be close to 20, right? Honestly, I, I don't keep track anymore. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. I just, I go through the movie as it is. And, you know, I I told you previously, I've watched this movie many, many times. And um, it's one of those things where you just kind of go by how it is. So I think in the first one, there's about 12, but they're they're kind of like varying in length. So it really just depends on where a good place to stop is based on the movie and based on like how you can really manipulate the characters to kind of, you know, okay, here's a break where I can stop. When did you start writing this? Is this over a period of months or years? Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) It's been many years. I think I started probably in high school. And right now I'm a senior in college. So um, I'm still editing that one. 
as I'm editing all of them all the time. So it's been a journey. Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, like, what, aside from your, like, love for this movie, like, did you ever think that you would make a fan fiction story about this? Not specifically. Um, I kind of, I just do, I did it for myself at first. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to publish originally. And then I started to find, you know, different websites where I could do this, where other people had an interest in it. So that's kind of where I started was I started finding different um, Rick O'Connell fan fictions and all kinds of different stuff where, you know, you can post whatever the heck you want and people enjoy it. And I thought that was just so crazy that, you know, it's, it's insane that my story has popped up on, you know, some of the best rated fan fictions. It's just, you know, it's crazy. I mean, did you even think it would get like these many views and like get high ranked ever when you first started this? Not at all. I was blown away to say the least. I think one of them is number four in Rick O'Connell right now. And it's just it's <laughs> crazy to me. It's just you know, I never thought anybody else would really enjoy it as right. much as I did. Because we also see, like, I'm looking at what other, like, the, you know, you've written some more stuff, haven't you? Within, like, the mummy universe. <laughs> yeah. um, like, Ardeth's Weakness. Here we go again. Is it Stain Love? Is that your other one? So you have, like, kind of like a series going on, basically. Yes. So what I've done is I've taken my own character and I've placed her into all three of the mummies. And then in the fourth one, I actually, you know, the new Mummy 2017 that just came out in 2017. I basically took that one and instead of how the movie played it out, I made it so it was a descendant of the O'Connell Carnahan family. Oh, wow. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't read that one yet. <laughs> now, wh- what about like your friends or family? Are they, do they do they know that you write fan fiction? Like, is that I mean, back in high school, was it were you like the fan fiction person? <laughs> yeah, <or>? basically. Um, <laughs> me and my friends. This is an embarrassing story, but a good one to say the least. Um, I used to write. I wrote this one for CSI Miami, the TV show, and my school basically we printed it out in a binder and we'd send it off to people and be like hey here you go what do you think and they liked it and it was just one of those things where I was like okay maybe I could actually do this online and see how it's received um but my family they kind of knew I I liked to write they considered it more of a hobby and I still consider it a hobby but I mean it's one of those things where you know if people like it I definitely am going to post more I mean, that that's really funny that you did the CSI Miami. Like I I'm now intrigued about that. I didn't I didn't think there'd be one about that. Cuz I mean, I love the show, but I never thought, "Hey, let's write some fan fiction about it." Which now I'm like, honestly, anything any right. show or anything like that can possibly be a fan fiction at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. There's Tons and tons. If you go on fanfiction.net, there's a ton of different categories you can choose from. There's video games to movies to TV shows to I think there's music on there too. I'm not because I remember like back in my day. I don't know if you heard about like Live Journal, like before Tumblr. There used to be like music fan fiction, and I think I might have read like one about like my favorite band, but I've never read anything again about it. So 
Um, that would be my introduction to that. So having to like read another one, I was like, it's, it brought back memories. <laughs> Quick question. <Right. laughs> Do you consider like, cause I know a lot of writers who write, you know, like fan fiction and stuff like that don't necessarily consider their stories fan fiction or they kind of try to step away from that term. Do you consider that? Um, I think a lot of people shy away from that name just because it, mm-hmm. it it's almost like a negative for different writers. And it's, mm-hmm. to me, it, it's all the same. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's fan fiction. It's, you know, whatever really category you put it under, it is fan fiction. It's, you know, it's just kind of a prettier term for it if you don't want to call it that. Um, like a lot of people call it um, add-ins or something like that. They'll just put themselves in the story like I have done with uh, my character. and But they call it something different. I can't, the term escapes me right now. But I think to call it fan fiction, some people just shy away from it just because it's kind of mm-hmm. uh, negative. Yeah, because I've heard that too. It's like, oh, it's not fan fiction because it has like a negative connotation to it or something like that. So yeah, it's... Because some people like it, some people don't like being called that, so that's cool. And I think either way, it doesn't really matter what you call it. In the end, it is mm-hmm. still fan fiction. It's just, you know, a little bit different on how you spin the uh, category. So what's what's been the reaction from your readers? Uh, from the readers, I have gotten a lot of different opinions. Um, I actually did at the end of, I think it was Here We Go Again, I did a contest for people who you know wanted themselves in the story and that kind of thing for um the next movies uh alex's love interest because i didn't want to entirely make it the same because i didn't like it that way but generally a lot of people just love it but i get a lot of people that don't comment they don't do anything and that's fine like um but as long as you're showing like some sort of appreciation i don't really i don't really care i think what is the vote count there's like a vote count on wattpad and I think I've gotten over, let's see, 800 views on it that people have voted. They like it. And that's kind of like how you really know if people are enjoying it. Is Wattpad like the, the most popular fan fiction page? Or is there another one that you typically like? Like if people are listening and they've never read any fan fiction, what's like the most popular site you would tell them to go uh, to? I would say... I would try Wattpad first. And the only reason I say that is because Wattpad lets you add pictures uh, on every different chapter that you do. And I like that feature just because it's nice to be able to see like, okay, so I, in my original character for um, Rick's Kryptonite, I put her picture at the start of every um, story or chapter. Basically, it's just kind of nice to have that, you know, view and be like, oh, okay, so this is what she looks like. And I don't have to basically go to an outside site to find what she looks like. And I ended up using Kara Knightley for that um, character. But, you know, I'd say if you're looking to get into it, I would start on fanfiction.net. Because that is basically you can categorize it any way you want. But either either site you go to is really simple to really find what you want. What can you tell us about the first time you saw The Mummy or The Mummy Returns? Like, how did you first get introduced to Rick O'Connell or Brennan Fraser? Okay, so my dad actually showed me The Mummy. I think I was in maybe sixth grade at this point. And he was like, oh, you're really into Egyptian history and Egyptian just like whatever it is. And I just completely fell in love with the movie. He was just like, all right, let's pop it in. And then 
I just watched it. And then from there on out, I was like, okay, well, this is really interesting. And I really love this movie and how it's played out and the characters. And of course, Brendan Fraser is so attractive. So (laughs) it just made sense. What research do you have outside of the films? Are are you strictly watching the film? Did you any any other um, Egyptian history or anything like that? God, Yeah, I do a lot of research when it comes to adding in different things about Egyptian history. So like you said, Sakhmet, that is an Egyptian god of chaos. Or wait, is it chaos? I can't remember. It's a it's an Egyptian god, and she's actually married to this um, guy named Ptah. And so I thought that would work out really well because Ptah was the Magi, and then Sakhmet is the goddess of revenge. And so I thought that would be really interesting to put in there because it's just one of those things where, you know, she could have revenge against Emotep or something of that fact and still keep Evie in the story, which a lot of writers do tend to skip over Evie. And that's kind of unfortunate, I think, because she has such a great part in that movie. And but you really need to kind of like, you know, make it original, make it your own. And then, you know, that's how Sakhmet came into the picture was Sakhmet and Ptah. So Ptah was a leader of the Magi and Sakhmet, the goddess of scheme and revenge. So I thought that would really work pretty well with it. Now, before we started recording, you were ranking the mummy movies in order. And you had said you actually like the mummy returns better than the mummy. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is about the mummy returns that you preferred over the mummy? Okay. So I think, okay. So the mummy does a great job at displaying Evie and Rick's initial relationship. Whereas in the Mummy Returns, you get a little bit more intimate into their life and how they're reacting with their new kid, Alex. And it's just really interesting to see that, I think, because you, you didn't really get a preview of their lives without um, the Mummy Returns. Is there anybody in the fan fiction world that is like the, the legend, like the Babe Ruth of fan fiction writing? Like somebody like, you have to read this person? Even if it's not about the mummy, like is there is are there all star fan fiction writers? For sure, um, none that I can really think of right now. But there's a lot of like I don't know if you know about the new app TikTok. So there's a lot of Harry Potter stuff that goes up um, in there. There's a lot of new Draco Malfoy um, fan fiction in that aspect. There's some really good stuff that I've just I've just read. Um, that's on my page too. So if anybody wanted to take a look at that kind of stuff, there's my favorites page, which I think is public right now. If it's not, I'll make it public so people can see it. But uh, yeah, there's a definitely a big, big fish in the fan fiction world. All right. One question. Did you ask if I've heard of the new app TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just in case. You know, All right. <laughs> I think she just called you really old. Oh, Daniel. man. I think she just did. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. Talking to college students. Okay. I do know of it. Everyone listening, I do know of TikTok. <laughs> now he wants to claim oh, that, but no, he, he's that old. Like, you just stop at saying 30. Like, you just stop. when Once you say you're 30, that's it. You don't you don't add any more numbers. Like, you don't tell them you're 33. You don't tell them anything. You just stop at 30, and then next thing you know, yeah, I'm 40 now. Yeah, totally. All right, so if there's anyone listening um, on Watt, Wattpad, which is dot com, 
You can find Anastasia's writing at Gallagher 8. Or you can just, you can probably, what, search Brennan Fraser and you'll find, I think your top ranked one is Rick's Kryptonite, correct? Yes. I have not read Ardith's Weakness, which looks to be a love story between Evelyn and Ardith Bay. Yeah. We gotta get, we gotta give Ardith. Yes. I mean, look at him. He's gorgeous. One, I mean, one last question that I have, Anastasia, have you ever considered, or maybe you already have done this, you know, writing about Mummy, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, but adding Ardith Bay into the film? So I did think about it. Um, there was a big debate on if I was going to add him in. I kind of did a little bit, but it wasn't throughout the entire story. It was more towards the beginning, I think, and then the end. So it's just kind of, it's hard to write him because he's such a complex character. So I don't know. I might go back and kind of figure that out later. But as of right now, he's just in the middle or not, sorry, in the, in the beginning and then in the end. Oh, what about, what about, what about like a, just a standalone Ardeth Bay story? Him and Evie, I kind of did their own little thing. It was one of those that was just like, okay, Evie's in Egypt right now and she's looking for more research to do. You know, Dr. Bay, the curator has died and, you know, okay, what else can we do with that? So I ended up adding Ardeth in there to go see Evie because, you know, there's there's a love interest there. So it's kind of, it's very cute. And then towards the end of those chapters, Mm -hmm. I think there's like three chapters that are standalone with both him and Evie. And then towards the end, it's just letters from her sister, Josephine, who I added in. I'm definitely going to read that later. Um, just so I can read some more Arda. <laughs> He's a good character. You can't really take him out. Did you, I mean, you've probably researched or watched the Mummy trilogy more than most people. Is that probably a yes, safe thing to say? Yes, that is 100% probably true. <laughs> Do you think hundreds of times, like a hundred times probably? Oh yeah, probably, probably more. <laughs> Cause I mean, you're really, you're watching it over and over and then writing bits and pieces at a time. So yeah, that's how I write. I write in sequence with the movie and then I'm like, okay, well, how can this character, this new brand new character that nobody's met before, how can I slide them in here to make it seem organic? But honestly, I think you guys could really pick apart these movies in future podcasts. Like get more details into it, like specific. Oh yeah. Like um, certain things in, I don't know if you've noticed both the mummy and the mummy returns. There's very big parallels that parallel both the first movie and the second movie. And not just, you know, Jonathan forgetting the um, symbol in the book or Alex then asking Jonathan um, different things inside the book. Um, There's other parallels that you can totally cover. Well, yeah, that could be something we kind of revisit. I mean, I've obviously noticed, you know, with the, instead of the libraries, the the shelves knocking over, you have the columns, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the sand, you get the water wall, but you're right. I mean, you've seen them so many times, you probably look at it very differently because you could probably break it down into different acts of the film and like really get into the details of it. So we'll definitely, definitely keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that would be various various episodes for that because we can literally take it scene by scene we can definitely do that i'm just so happy that you joined us and letting us know about your fan fiction world because like very intriguing honestly and i reading rick's kryptonite it it felt like reading it was very organic how how you did introduce the um sister in it so it it 
I liked it. Oh, I really you. did. And again, I'm sure we'll reach out to you in the future on other episodes because um, I'm sure you have a very unique perspective on the, this trilogy. Because usually we've only had like um, emails sent over and from podcast fans out there just giving us an insight of what their either favorite part of a movie is or any of that. So it's really cool to have someone join us. So yeah, so thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, of course. It was my pleasure. Thanks again, Anastasia. I'm sure we'll reach out to you again. I'm definitely going to read some more of your work, Artist Weakness. I'm, I'm curious about that one. I mean, growing up watching these films, anything related to it, I'm all for it. So it should be a fun read. Highly recommend it to everybody. Check out her fan fiction. Check out, I mean, there's plenty of fan fiction out there. So check it all out. If you love The Mummy, you're going to enjoy it. So thank you again. Of course. Thank you.